absolutely focus on how you can give and serve to the other person, anybody. Hey, it's JP. Hi, it's Excel. And you're listening to Terry Shower on the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. I have a return guest today, Dustin Heiner, who we had on the show. I guess it's been a couple of months now. But we really enjoyed our last conversation so much that I then went on Dustin's show and he's now back on my show. So uh, thanks for coming back, Dustin. Absolutely, Terry. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic meeting other investors as just people that are in real estate because, you know, it can kind of get lonely. You know, you can, especially when I first got started in 2006, I was literally doing this all by myself, trying to read books. And, you know, there, were, there wasn't any podcasts like an awesome podcast like yours or there wasn't much other than books or like twenty or $30,000 courses, like I don't have that money. But now because of what we have with like your podcast and just networking, it helps investing get so much, I wouldn't necessarily say easier. You just have a community of people around you. And so, yeah, yeah I really appreciate having me on. I just love, love meeting more investors because it, it get life gets so much easier when we're all helping each other out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about networking today, but I'm going to just sort of riff off what you said. You know, I think some of it is the support aspect and some of it is also just showing you like where the ceiling is on your next move. Because I think a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of us who've like succeeded at a certain level, I know I'm always looking for, um, you know, new information on like, how can I make my game better? And for that, it's so valuable to meet people who've really, um, you know, gotten good at specific things. And so like, just tell me what, you know, how has your network really helped you get where you are today? Well, that's a fantastic question. I'll, I'll be completely honest and say I did it the wrong way. And like I said, back in 2006, I was going by myself and I would talk to friends and family members and people that I knew that were in my you know realm of influence. And it was like, crickets like they had no clue what i was talking about like you're gonna do what you're gonna like i've heard bad stories about you know leaky toilets and all that sort of stuff and and so it was really really hard and honestly it wasn't until 2017 probably so i started in 2006 2016 to 2017 when i really started getting out of my shell and start networking with other investors now i would in my businesses i do buy and hold long-term rental properties, short-term as well, but they're basically buy and hold properties. And so I would get people on my team, get find great property managers like you, Terry, and realtors and basically everybody in the business. So I'd build a business so I'd have a network of them, but no other investors that I could really talk to. Occasionally I'll come across one or two and we'd try to connect and everything. But what's terrific now is number one, I've seen the light. I'm like, oh my goodness. Because I almost thought... because. I grew up competing in sports. Like I played lots of sports growing up. So it's always, it's a competition. And then I thought, oh my goodness, if I talk to somebody about a certain area, they're going to start buying in that area and that'd be competition. That's how my limited mindset was. And then I realized that as I was working with other people, uh, you know, other investors and starting to talk to other investors, other business owners, I realized that I can learn so much from these people. They can mm -hmm. learn from me. We can pass along deals. We can give insights and even like, hey, you have a roadblock. This is what I did. It's the networking that really helped me to expand my business so much bigger than I ever thought I could. And so fast forward now, the right way is literally going to real estate investor meetups, getting on, like listening to podcasts. And maybe you hear somebody on your podcast area, like if an, somebody's listening right now, 
hear a podcast and somebody's talking about a meetup in their area, like go do that. Or if a Facebook groups, like if you just start connecting with other people, you'll find that your business gets so much better because there's so many different ways to do this investing business. Like I love long-term buy and hold properties, but there's syndications or multifamily. There's also storage units, land investing. I mean, there's lots and lots of different ways to invest. And if you just keep in your little realm of influence, like you're like my bread and butter is long-term buy and hold four units and below. I know that like the back of my head, I, I even dream like how to buy properties because I just do it so much and coach so many people to do it. But I also thought, you know what? I want to play Monopoly. Let me start buying some multifamily. So I started getting around multifamily people. So the right way to do it is literally putting yourself out there. Even if you're an introvert, introverts have a harder time. I'm, you can probably tell I'm more of an extrovert. There you go. <laughs> I'm an introvert. There you go. But like, just like an, as an extrovert, I need to know how to turn off my extrovertness and, and let it calm down and not push too much. Introverts also need to turn off their introvert times because there are times that you need to make it, you know, get out of your shell and go out and talk to people. I kid you not, my businesses grow so much and I help other people, which makes me much more knowledgeable because I'm like, okay, this is what I did. In fact, you know, when you coach something or you teach something, you get better yourself. Like you have to really know what you're talking about. And so long story short, what I love to do is now what I didn't do. And it took me like 10 years to eventually figure it out. And I took the long right way. I think fast tracking it is by being around awesome people that really can help you in your game because you're going to get roadblocks and you're going to get problems and you're going to have other people there that have already gone through that, that can hopefully give you direction. So my suggestion is get around as many people as possible who are doing the same exact thing. And it could be getting online, you know, being online and talking to people online because more than likely, like the people in your, let's say you go to church and you go to work, most likely those people aren't as gung-ho as you are in all this business and real estate investing. But there are lots and lots of people, but we're all over the country. We're spread out and in Canada and all over the world. I, in fact, I had students that are, that are like in Switzerland and Canada and Israel. And so there are people out there that want to help each other out. You just need to know how to find them. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, I think there's one aspect of like business networking. So obviously you help you do deals and, and that kind of thing. But there's also this business of peer group. And I think, you know, like your peer group either lifts you up or pulls you down. And that's not to say that like, you know, we all live in wonderful communities. We have wonderful families. We have like wonderful networks of friends around us, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily the ones that are showing us what's possible, you know, in a, in a, in a business sense. So like some of it is really sort of functional in that this is going to help you do your next deal. But some of it is also just like you said, being around like-minded people. So tell me how you got into organizing a real estate conference because that's not something I would ever start doing. Maybe it's my introversion, but tell me, how did you start that? And what's your, what's your conference about? Yeah. So I started the real estate wealth builders conference and really what it came out of was my students. So I've, I've coached hundreds, if not thousands of students now, how to invest in real estate. And they were telling me, Hey, Dustin, we're friends online. Like we get on, on calls all the time. We know each other. We want to meet up like we want to get together so we can be friends together, you know, in person. And I thought, you know, what, a meetup sounds like a great idea. But then I, I realized, like, that's a lot of work. And if I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm the type of person I go gung ho, like I'm all in. And I said, well, if I'm going to put together something where we could all get together, how about I create a conference or how about I get my friends, like people that I met through podcasting, investing myself, being around other networks. 
how about I call up all my friends and see if we can put together a, an, a conference that's even more than just about long-term rental properties. What about syndications and land investing and all the other types? And I called up and it was so much fun because like I'm extrovert, so I try to meet as many people as I can, try to become close to them. But I called up 27 other investors that they have their own audiences, they have their own community, their own teaching. Like They do all this stuff, all this different type of investing and we become friends. And so I literally called them all up and one after another, 27 of them said, yes, 100%, you have to put it on and we'll be there and we'll bring our community as well. Because my goal was not to put together a, com a conference or put together an event. My goal was to build a community because mm -hmm. it really came down to, I wished there was something like this when I first got started investing. Like that was, I was like, man, if there was something that where I could be around other like-minded people, I would be there. But there wasn't, or at least I could not find one. And so I, after a while, I realized, and talking to my uh, students, it's like, let me just go ahead and build that. Let me go ahead and create that myself. And so with creating the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, we brought all of us together. And here's the big thing about conferences or events for real estate investing. I've been to them. We pro if, you are, if anybody's been around real estate and you've been to any events, you're going to realize this. So most times you'll go to a conference and it'll be a big hype. You can do it, rah, rah, rah. And then now run to the back. It's normally $100,000 for my program, but it'll be $1,000 today. And then they sell you into another thing. So I just hated that. I hated going to conference. In fact, I literally just went to another conference last week. A friend of mine came into town. We went to his conference. Oh, the, the, his friend, my friend was going to a conference. And we went to the conference. Same exact thing. Sales pitch, run to the back. And it was like people paid money to fly there. They paid money for the ticket. And then you're just trying to sell them into something else. I, I just, I'm, not for that. And so what I decided to do was let's just make this a no sales pitch conference. Like it's literally all coaching. It's literally all helping. We're all just a big community. So that's how it came about was saying, I didn't have this when I first got started. I wish I did. Let me see if I can create this. And I was really blessed. So in March of 2022, we had our first conference. We had 20 or sorry, 200 attendees. We had 28 total speakers, 15 sponsors, but it was all, and the sponsors were basically services that we use in our business from, you know, financial lenders to um, uh, other other software that we use. And so what we did was bring all of our tools together to give it to our attendees and say, hey, check this out. If you want help from us, we can well, we can definitely help you. And so it was a fantastic time, literally three days here in Phoenix is beautiful. And it was in the, the winter time or springtime. So it was really, really gorgeous. And with that, we built a community. And now it's like literally a year-long community. We have a Slack group where we all connect together, talk and exchange deals and you know problems and answers and all that good stuff. But that is how it came about. And then with that, now it's just going to continue on, just continually build a community. That's the end goal is to have a community of like-minded investors who all just want to be genuine people to help each other out. Now, one quick last thing I'll, I'll share. So I have a lot of people that want to come and speak at the conference, but there are some people, I'm not going to say any names, I'm not going to say it's right, anything wrong with them, but they just don't fit the community. The type of people that I am bringing to the community, people like you, Terry, I was like, you know what? I get along with this person. Like if I was on their podcast, they were on mine, like this person is a genuine person, wants to give, wants to err on the side of helping other people. Like you're, you seem like you would be a good fit for our community. And so that's why I said, hey, Terry, you would be great to fit, great fit to come and speak with us because that's what we want is givers, people who are givers and not people that are takers because there are quite a few people that are takers. And my goal is to build a community and you can only do that with givers. Enjoying the episode so far? 
Have you really been listening to the episode or has your monkey mind been taking you off in one direction or another? Our mental habits can be our biggest assets or our biggest liabilities as we pursue certain goals. For me, the biggest performance gains have always come from training my mind. In my book, Mindful Landlord, I talk about how you can train your mind and how you can apply some of these strategies to your journey in the real estate field. The book is available on Amazon and also on its website, mindfullandlord.com. Now I'll stop evangelizing for the power of mental training and let you get back to the show. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And like, for sure, I've had the experience of attending conferences and that there's like a serious upsell and that it can actually like get really like a little bit kind of icky because it's, you know, like I did a, yeah, a show on this a little while ago, but like people really can use their narratives and their experiences to inspire. And that inspiration can be an act of giving where you're kind of not expecting anything in return, or it can be sort of a manipulative act where you're trying to like get someone to do something that's somehow in your interest. And I think that like, you know, you're, you're a return guest. And like I said, like, you know, you offered me the possibility to, to uh, speak at the conference and I'm very excited about being able to do it because even though we've never met in person yet, I have a feeling that that's what this community is going to be about. And so I'm excited to, you know, be able to speak there and, and meet everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. And I'll be completely honest and say the speakers are going to get probably more out than the attendees because I'm bringing, like I said, literally all my friends. And right now we have literally 35 speakers that are going to be in there talking about every type of investing and way to invest. And Tara, I'm super excited to introduce you to all my friends. These are great, genuine people. And I, like I said, I wouldn't invite them if they weren't awesome. And so uh, what was so fun that last year when we had the conference, as we're going through the conference, and I'm an extrovert, so being an extrovert, I literally just find people. As somebody's sitting on the wall, I go up to them. Hey, how are you doing? And so I try to find people and talk to them. But with that, I would ask in the middle of the conference, hey, how are you doing? How is your investing? Not even talking about the conference itself, because I would love to know, you know what their thoughts are, if they love it or they hate it. But they'll say, oh, my investing is going great and X, Y, and Z. But then they would literally say, and I'm not exaggerating, 100% of the people from the speakers to the attendees to literally the sponsors saying, this conference is awesome. We are, I'm 100% coming back and I'm 100% bringing more people because the community, is, we're, they're so genuine people. And with the speakers, like Jerry, I got to share you, you're going to be in the speaker's dinner and be with the speaker type things you're going to be around some awesome people. So I'm super pumped that you're going to be there with us because it's just going to help all of us. I mean, we all have different skill sets, experiences. We can all help each other. I mean, a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. So I, I have, um, you know, one more uh, question for you just to kind of give value to, to, um, you know, our, my audience a little bit. And, you know, I know for me, like as a, a recovering introvert, let's say, it was always a struggle, first of all, to, you know, make the effort to register for something because I know that I'm then going to, you know, have to get out of my shell and out of my comfort zone and be around other people. And then once I would register and show up there, I would like sort of, you know, have a tendency to be a bit shut in. And, you know, I wonder if you have any advice for the kind of mindset or some kind of tools or tricks that people can use when they end up, you know, either at your conference or, or anywhere else, because, you know, in real estate, we're so often networking and a lot of it does happen at events like that. And, you know, for me, it wasn't easy to feel like I could get value out of those situations just because I was a little bit shy. So, you know, I don't know if you can, <laughs> you, you have condensed totally. any wisdom on, on what kind of mindset people can adopt when they end up in that situation. Here's the best thing that anybody, if you're introvert 
or extrovert. Now, first I'll say, if you're an introvert, grab on to an extrovert. Like grab onto them and go with them. Honestly, they will help you. In fact, um, a gentleman inside of my mastermind, my own personal mastermind, and um, he's a speaker. His name's Michael. He's definitely much more introvert. He just grabs onto me. I said, "Hey, you're coming with me." So we we help each other out. That's and he also helps me. Hey, hey, take come come down a little bit. I'm like, okay, I'll come down. But grab an extrovert and they will help you out. If you see me walking down the halls, grab me. I will help you to network. I'll help you to reach somebody else. That's like literally, I wouldn't say my superpower, but my passion. That's what I love to do is connect other people. Now, here's the big tip on any networking. If you're an introvert or an extrovert, either way, here is what I would suggest. And this is what grew my business and grew my network. And like I said, all the 27 other speakers that have their own influence, like they're, they're literally big people, big experts in real estate investing. What they, they said, yes, Dustin, we're going to be there with you. We're going to support you. And the reason why is because of the, this networking tip that I'm going to give everybody. The goal of networking must be, if you're going to meet anybody and start talking to anybody, how can I serve that other person, whoever you are talking to? Now, what you might be thinking, you know, I'm kind of shy. I don't want to talk. Well, you're thinking about I, I, I. You're thinking about yourself. If you stop thinking about yourself and you start thinking, I want to meet somebody else so I can help them. You err on the side of giving. Well, then people are going to look at you as you're not a taker. You're somebody that actually wants to help other people with that. They're going to say, man, you, you've talked like I've talked about myself so much. What about you? Tell me about you. And then they're going to, it's going to be reciprocal. So with that, what I suggest is absolutely focus on how you can give and serve to the other person, anybody, anybody that's there. Because there are many times where I get people come up to me, hey, Dustin, here's who I am. And this is what I want from you. And will you please give me this? I'm like, I got plenty of other things. I got a wife and four kids. Like, I'm going to go ahead and move on. Like, I, I just leave. And I said, in a polite way, a nice way. It's like, oh, it's great meeting you. And I move on. But the people that say, hey, Dustin, you know, your business is like, you're growing your business. Is there a way that I can help you in your business? I'll just do it for free. Like, can maybe I can make calls for you or like err on the side of giving and serving. Same thing. If you're meeting somebody you have no clue, ask them. What's your business about? How is your business going? Is there like, do you have any roadblocks? And maybe you might be able to answer them. So my big tip is err on the side or think of giving and serving with that. You're going to find people are going to be gravitated towards you because if you find, if you come across somebody that's arrogant and prideful, people are going to want really like shove themselves away. Like, Oh, get me away from them. They can't get away fast enough. But what's great is at the community, the real estate wealth, those communities that I'm building with the um, with RubeCon, that's the acronym or the name for short, RubeCon, what we're trying to build is a community of just givers. And what I found when, with the builder, with building this community of givers, the people who are takers, eventually they just feel like they don't belong. And the reason why is because it just comes out that they're so needy and so taking that they can't get in any inroads in, with anybody. But if you are on the side of giving and serving, the world's going to open up. So that's not just at RootCon. That's literally in life. Mm -hmm. My life gets so much better the more people that I serve. Yeah, I think that's really, really a great tip. I used to go to, uh, you know, BNI group. And I think there's uh, Ivan Meisner, who's the founder of BNI, used to, they has a, a, a thing that says a giver's gain. 
And I think that's absolutely true. Um, you know, and, and now that I think back to part of the thing that helped me get out, get out of my own way with the introversion is exactly that. If you are able to focus on the other person, focus on what do they need right now? What do they need in their business? What are they necessarily maybe even getting out of this conversation? That's like a really great way to kind of break the ice and and make like a lasting impression. It sounds weird, but like if you have a conversation with someone who's like, yeah, I feel like this person's really on my side, you're never, they're never going to be the face you blank out. So you're 100% <laughs> right. And like literally all of my friends who are, like I said, they have their own podcasts and YouTube channels and um, influence. They literally said, because of you, I will be there. And it's just because I always erred on, I try my best to err on the side of giving and serving and helping them. They said, from everything you've done in the past, this is going to be great. And so really blessed to have now, like I said, including you, Terry, we have 35 speakers. I'm like, my goodness, we have so much content or so much education and so much knowledge in these 35 speakers that any attendee, you're going to find exactly what you want. And like I said, these are all my friends that I'm bringing together and introducing them to as many people as possible. Because like I said, a rising tide lifts all boats. And if we are on the side of just serving each other, the community gets better and investing gets better for all of us. That's great. So uh, Dustin, we're just about uh, running out of time today. This is going to be a, a short one. Maybe you want to just tell our audience where is the best place to learn more? How can they sign up if they want to come and join us on this little adventure? Totally. And do you mind if I give everybody your promo code, which gives them 10% Please. off? Please. Awesome. So if you go to Rubcon, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com, and you go and you, you can look at everything. You can see all the speakers on there. You can see the agenda. You'll be able to see everything about it. And it's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona in May of 2023. It's going to be beautiful that time of year. And if you, you type in the promo code Terry, just use Terry's first name, put that in there. It'll give you 10% off your, your ticket. Because like I said, my goal is to really just err on the side of giving and serving. Now, I want to see as many people there as possible. So use that code. But really what it comes down into is, are you going to invest in yourself? You know, a lot of us go to university and college and get in thousands and thousands of dollars into debt. And we're investing in ourselves, which is a good thing. But how about investing in your business, in your investing career, and hopefully creating generational wealth with your when you're buying investment properties, you need to invest in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself, nobody will. So my suggestion is think about how you can invest in yourself. I found the Real Estate Wealth Builder Conference. Actually, no, I take that back. All conferences that I go to that are a community-led conference, not those you know hype and sales pitch, run of the back type of conferences, which this RubeCon is a no sales pitch conference. I lead with that. Like on the, on the homepage, this is a no sales pitch conference. So you're not going to get that. Now, what I've done is I look at other conferences that are community-based, and then I go to them, and I grow so much because of the community. So go ahead and get your tickets. Use the promo code Terry. Get 10% off your, your ticket. I would love to see everybody here because what we're going to do is just build a community to make everybody's investing better. Great. Dustin, thank you so much. And I'm very excited. I didn't even know I had a promo code. It's the first time in my <laughs> life I have a promo code. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dustin, thank you so much for uh, sharing this time with me today. And um, we'll get all that out in the show notes. Awesome, Terry. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, remember to give us a rating, leave a comment, subscribe, and share. You can find Terry at terryshower.com. Her book, Mindful Landlord, is available on Amazon. 
You can also follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. JP is the president of the Real Estate Investors Club. You can learn more about the club's networking and educational activities on Facebook by searching for Real Estate Investors Club. Look to the show notes to find information on our guests and links to material mentioned in the episode.